I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Who cares? Wizard of Dog wrote in at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, rhubarb. I know I'm alone here, but rhubarb is my favorite pie. I don't know if I've ever had rhubarb. I've never had rhubarb it pie. It sounds so like old timey. It does. Like and it's it sounds... left on a windowsill somewhere. Yeah, and it sounds kind of vegetable-y, too. You know what I mean? I love that I looked up the definition just to figure out what it is, and, it, and this is the first sentence. Rhubarb pie is a pie with a rhubarb filling. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Wait. Back up. Doesn't help anyone. Pop- right. Popular in the UK where rhubarb has been cultivated since the 1600s. I mean, this is... Is rhubarb a fruit? Uh... Yeah. I, no one's answering it. All right. Hang on. I, think, I cr- feel like cr- it's like a root. Christine uh, is a big rhubarb uh, pie fan. She's coming okay. in right now. Let's find out what the deal is. Oh, someone's here I'm... to defend rhubarb? What, well, it's just that we've is never had rhubarb? it. Is it? Is it a fruit? Is it a vegetable? Is it a, a root? So I think it's a vegetable, but it is cooked in a sweet way, I think. Like but with does it tenderness? Taste like, is it like having beets? No. Um, I think because it's cooked down, you know, when you cook something in... Like a, a simple syrup, like a sugar syrup, mm-hmm. it takes on that characteristic. So if you mm-hmm. like cook celery in syrup, it's going to taste better. No, it's different though because it's like it doesn't have a bitter taste. It has a tart taste. It, it it's is delicious. Not. It is such a confusing definition on the internet because even another one, why is rhubarb used in pies? I clicked it. In its early years, rhubarb was primarily used for pies, earning the nickname pie plant. <laughs> okay, here's <laughs> Nothing another, is another tidbit. Although rhubarb is a vegetable, it is often put in the same culinary uses as fruits. What is yeah, it? it? It's, it's delicious. A I'm it's telling a you guys. Yeah, it's a oh. mystery vegetable. Yeah. But why don't like? But everything else, we know. We know what a pumpkin is, and we know what a what a pecan is, and we know what a lime is. We, nobody's ever seen or used a rhubarb. Like you, there's no meal where you cut up a rhubarb and have it as a vegetable on your plate with your turkey and mashed potatoes. I, I think it's the closest. If I'm going by what I'm reading, it's kind of close to strawberry. A Does that sound right? No, taste-wise. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like a tart strawberry. That, yeah. that kind of makes sense. That's but it looks like it's a weird thing. I think it looks almost like a chard. <laughs> okay, I don't now know what a chard is either. Chard. <laughs> Good God. Christine, yeah. how come I have never seen a rhubarb pie at a store, at a restaurant, at a diner? What's up? I don't know because, first of all, maybe I'm a weirdo because I am such a pie person. I don't like anything sweet. Pie is the only dessert I like. Pie rules over cake, by the way. And uh, I think I – I don't know. Maybe I, I – don't I mean I've eaten that like my whole life I want to say but or maybe since high school it? like you couldn't you couldn't go to a restaurant tonight for oh dinner you know who has it is Marie Callender yeah Marie Callender has every yeah. pie yeah I eat a pie that nobody <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey, that Joe, nobody out of you that was really... just in college Ali you were experimenting everybody give me welcome, some uh, give me some Tom and Santa Anna please line one because uh, I don't know if he has much to add but he was the first through so let's give him a chance Tom rhubarb what's up. Rhubarb? Okay, so my mom grows this stuff. We love cooking with it. You can actually get it at Knott's Berry Farms. Like, uh, Mrs. Knott's restaurant is like an appetizer in, like, 
sweet cherry juice or something. It's terrible. But the uh, the pie version, like, you just take the stalk. It looks kind of like celery, except it's, like, deep, deep blood red. Yep. Oh. And uh, one person, uh, Chrissy was right when she said that you cook it in, like, simple syrup. Yep. Um, a lot of the time it's cooked with strawberries because those are really sweet. If you eat it raw, and there are, I think, like, in uh, certain areas, I mean, like, Scandinavia, I remember when I hear, like, on a podcast, they eat it raw with just, like, powdered sugar or, like, the sugar dipped on it, and it's awful. It wow. is absolutely By the way, he, terrible. This guy who called in to defend rhubarb has now called it awful twice. <laughs> so uh, this doesn't seem like a defense at all. I also want to know what podcast you were listening to where they were discussing rhubarb. Oh, he's uh, uh, rhubarb with Mark Maron. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, go back to the Knott's Berry Farm thing for a second because that was confusing. I, I mean, I never heard about rhubarb except for pie in my whole life. But you're talking about it also being served as a sweet appetizer for a dinner? Yeah, it. I, I when the guy said this is your options, like salad or cherry rhubarb, my mind kind of went blank. I'm like, what in God's name is he talking about? I have to find out. And then I ordered it, and my wife looked at me like I was insane, saying, "Why did you get them? Like I've never been here before. I don't know what this is." And she said, "You're not going to like it." I'm like, well, "I don't know. I like rhubarb." And then okay. it shows up, and it's just floating pieces of cut poached rhubarb in cherry sugar water. This is weird. But it's really good in a pie. Oh, it's phenomenal in a pie. So good. Absolutely terrible as a soup. But Tom, did you get the the fried chicken? Oh, of course I got the fried chicken. Oh, man. Nuts fried chicken. So good. All right, Tom, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. We can't go keep going on this. We got something else we got to do. But let's uh, let's just go to Cam in Valencia because uh, he or she says uh, they know rhubarb. So let's see if we can add anything to the last caller. Cam, what do you know that Tom didn't tell us already? Uh, he didn't mention that rhubarb's like pretty tart, and also you have to cook it a specific way. Otherwise, it's poisonous. So uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> So many people. I, I, by the way, today's show is sponsored by rhubarb, the poisonous yeah. kind of awful vegetable. But good in a pie. Well, it just they, it just gets better and better. Yes, Cam, go ahead. Yeah, they uh, they usually serve it with strawberries in the pie. Strawberry rhubarb pie is pretty standard because the strawberry cuts the tartness of the rhubarb, and this is a really riveting conversation. Guys. Yes. It is for me. I'm fascinated by this. Okay, so last question, and then we'll move on. Uh, except for the Norwegians that Tom told us about, have you ever heard of anybody eating rhubarb as a vegetable, as a side dish on a dinner plate? No, that's like super masochistic. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> Agreed. Boy, you guys are really celibate on this rhubarb. <laughs> yeah, for a minute I was thinking I was going to eat it, but now I'm going to avoid it forever. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. We'll be right back on Gay Rock. Kevin, you are such a douche. And Bean, you are such a douche. On Gay Rock. We mentioned a little while ago, and Allie brought it up a few days ago, that New Coke, one of the greatest disasters in product marketing history, from April of 1985, Coca-Cola decided to change their recipe after 99 years because they were losing in taste tests to Pepsi. And they Mm -hmm. said, well, we got to make our product a little more like Pepsi, sweeten it up a little bit. It was, by now, most people know, an unmitigated disaster. They abandoned it after just a few weeks, and I'm sure people got fired. Well, you never in a million years would have expected that New Coke, this product that nobody wanted, would come back with great fanfare this summer, but it's happening as a tie-in to the Netflix series Stranger Things. And that got us to thinking, first of all, will you guys buy New Coke to try it? Nah. No. I tried it when it came out. It's fine. I don't hate it. So we started thinking about lots of us have products that we used to love, that we used to buy, and now we can't get it anymore because they just don't make it. 
That's the topic on the table today at 1-800-520-1067. What do you wish they would bring back? And I think we've got a few suggestions here in the room. Allie, well, let's start with you. Um, I've mentioned this before on the air. There was a shampoo in the 90s by Revlon called Outrageous that smelled so good. The shampoo and conditioner, like someone would walk by you and you're like... Whoa, that is excellent. Uh, Cindy Crawford was in all the commercials. Okay. It was amazing. It went away. People will, people will tweet and go, no, I see it on Amazon. It's not the same. They changed everything about it. So it hasn't been around forever. So I would like that back. Why but, do you suppose it went away if it was so good? I don't know. Maybe people just didn't buy it as much as me and all my friends. Okay. Um, however, what I really, really want back, and I think about this Almost daily. Almost daily? Wow. Do you remember Altoid Sours? No. Mm. Oh, my gosh. A tangerine apple. It was in the little Altoid tin, Mm -hmm. but they were sour, and they had little, like, sugar all over. Oh, my God. Tangerine Altoid Sours. (gasps) I I never deviate from the Altoid cinnamon. That's my my jam. It's a great, because it's a great product. Yeah, cinnamon is great. I looked it up. I'd like to try them all. um, And they were on eBay for, um, here's one, Altoid Sours. Eight sealed tins. $1,500. (laughs) Truly rare. Where is the outrage? (laughs) Truly rare Altoid Sours Passion Fruit. $10,000 on eBay. It's a good deal. I mean, you guys, I just want my Altoid Tangerine Sours. Well, spend the money then. Okay. All right. Jensen, what you got? Uh, I've talked about it a little bit before on the show. Whipper Snapples. Uh, I can't believe they ever existed, but it was like a smoothie made by Snapple. Nope. It was very good. My Does friend it sound Chris, real? Yeah, my friend Chris's mom had them in the fridge one day. We drank them, and then we found out we can never get them again, which is quite a sad thing. Uh, I also think Squeeze-Its. Do you remember Squeeze-Its? Oh, in the, the tube. Yeah, they yeah, were in like yeah. a kind of like a, uh, I guess like a plastic kind uh, of feeling Like an bottle. Otter Pop type yes, of thing. except yeah. the juice. Yes. Those I'd like back. Okay. And then lastly, I'd like Gatorade gum back. Gatorade oh, gum. It would oh. tingle back yeah. here. I remember Gatorade yes. gum. Gatorade gum was great. It tasted. It was great. It was great. Tasted a little bit like Gatorade, but yes. also just a refreshing gum. Yeah, but then uh, it would go away within like thirty seconds. Vi- you know what? You, you're you're speaking the truth. Yes. Very fast life. Yes. But worth it. So and worth good. it. Yeah. Yes. And they were discontinued in the two thousands, and they should come back. I love those. It. Are my three? Kick of Mexico. Oh, Jack in the Box mini sirloin burgers. How many days a week did we go get those? Those were pretty good. I'm not going to lie, those are pretty They don't good. come back like the McRib? Nope. Mm. Oh, Does the McRib like a... fall into this category? No, because I'd no, like to force them to, to serve it year-round. Okay, 24-7. Or, or, or yeah. don't serve it at all. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying 24-7. Okay. Pick I'm, a saying, side. I'm saying pick a side. I don't want to hear every four months that it's back. <laughs> all right, I've got two, and then we'll go to the calls, too. First of all, the Microsoft Zune, you guys, because there's <laughs> no way to get your music on no. a small device that you can carry in your in your pocket. <laughs> Ever since they discontinued the Zune, I'm like, what the hell? It was a great idea, carrying things around in an MP3. You know what? I, I We should talk we after news the show. For you. Yeah. Okay, because I just feel like that was a misstep to let that <laughs> technology die. And the other one, obviously, is Trump stakes. Okay, let's go to your calls. <laughs> Oh, we got some good ones here. Let's go to Becky and Tustin because she's on line four. And I know there are going to be a lot of people with beverages because a lot of drinks mm-hmm. come and go. I can honestly say I've never heard of what Becky's talking about. Hey, Becky. Hi. What would you like to see come back? I would love it if I could get another um, can of 7-Up Gold. 7-Up Gold. 7-Up Gold. Never what heard the of hell it. was no. that? 
It was a, it was basically just soda, but it was turn up brand. <laughs> it was basically just soda. That probably was a great commercial. <laughs> I mean, you've just soda. Me. I can't believe 7-Up yeah. didn't keep going with that. How did, how did it taste different from regular 7-Up, which is kind of great on its own? Well, as a young child, when I would drink it, it tasted amazing. That's the only thing I can really tell you because I was literally like eight. All right. Okay. Okay. okay good. So you may have fond nostalgic memories from the taste, but this you don't. Is true. This okay. Is true. Gotcha. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate that. All right. I think we got time to squeeze in another one before the sure. break. Let's go to Tim. Line one, please. Panorama City Candy Bars is on Tim's mind. Hey, Tim. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Hey, Allie. Hey. Ooh. We appreciate you calling. What you got? Listen, there was a candy bar when I was a child that was amazing. They don't make anymore. It's called a Marathon Bar. Oh, I it remember was, that. Now check this out. Yeah, it was this braided caramel that was just wrapped in chocolate and the caramel stretched for days it was amazing <laughs> is that and a good the thing name marathon bar <laughs> yeah have you tried uh nutrageous it's, kind of the same thing yeah it's, it's okay right I'm a big Reese's oh, fan, but it's not Tim. my favorite okay I mean, I, you really found Kevin's wheelhouse here. Yeah. And by the way, Nutrageous was also the name of Kevin's sex tape. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Oh, I think what I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, you never forget it if you did. What's the product you'd like them to bring back? We want to take your calls next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean. K-Rock. Talking about uh, products that have been discontinued, you want them to come back. Uh, Traven or Trayvon from Anaheim says, I'm not sure if you guys recall, but back in the day, Heinz used to create a purple ketchup as well as green. Yes, I do know that. What was the point of that? Did it taste the same? Yep, tastes the same. No point. <laughs> no point. Right? No point. But I, I do want to shout out Miguel Paz, a common contributor to the show, who tweeted uh, Dunkaroos. Graham crackers, oh, you dipped yes. in frosting, and he is right. Dunkaroos. Bring yes. back the Dunkaroos. Agreed. Yes. Paul writes in, hey, Kevin and Bean, 30 years ago, Carl's Jr. French fries were made out of freeze-dried mashed potato pellets. The pellets were dropped into the deep fryer and expanded into crinkle-shaped fries. They were really good, but super fake, like Pringles are to potato chips, but I miss them. Those crinkle fries ruled. <laughs> And Jose writes in, okay, one more because party, hashtag Radeon Durf, and he sent in a picture of a bottle of Quaaludes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. That's the product he misses is Quaaludes. Those crinkle fries. Woo. Uh, hey, that happened. Let's go to mm-hmm. Michelle, line six, please, Lake Forest. A lot of food and drink. We do have a couple of other things we're going to get into, but let's take care of Michelle first. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Morning. Long, long time listener. Thank, like, thank, thank, thank you. Back to the 80s long time. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I was on the plane with you guys to the pop tour in La Vegas to see you, too. Oh, man, that was a long time ago. Did, did one of your when grandkids they were, <laughs> dial the phone for you this morning? When they were stuck in the lemon? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Okay. What's your, what's your good, product? Planner's cheese balls. Planters cheese balls. Oh yes, yes. Planters cheese those. balls. No, they don't. New can. They don't. No. The, this is a can that would pop the top, right? It was like, yeah. uh, like uh, the way fruit salad or whatever has that sort of pull out, and you can hurt yourself with that kind of top, uh, <laughs> which is probably why it was discontinued. <laughs> but the cheese balls were very good. She's right. They were very good. I mm-hmm. agree. Thank, Thank you for the call. Uh, oh, pie, Michelle. That's what she gets for getting on the airways. <laughs> uh, let's go to Jed and Corona, please. Line eight up next on K Rock. Hey, guys, how are you? We are good. Thank you. What would you like to bring back? Oh, the Super Saco. It used to be like that energy drink that 
you know, back in the 90s, we used to mix it with vodka and stuff at our parties in the 90s. <laughs> super Saco. What is Super Saco? I don't know. It's it's like a Gatorade, and they had it in a glass bottle, and it used to be in, like, the English Premier, like, um, soccer leagues, and mm-hmm. they had it in California for a while, but it had, like, oh. a grapefruit kind of thing, and you mixed it with alcohol, like gin and juice kind of thing, so... Um, they would do it with like uh, gin and Saco or vodka and Saco. It sounds like it doesn't matter. They would just mix any alcohol with it. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, basically it tasted the same at the end. So it was awesome. Okay. I mean, it sounds like a worthwhile product that somebody should still be making. Thank you for the call. Uh, I have breaking news. Yeah, this is breaking Uh, news. Planters Cheese Balls are back, you guys. They came back at the end of last year. Yeah, they said, you guys asked, you shall receive. Wow. Planters cheese balls are back. I even said I thought they still made those. I feel like I've seen them. You don't have to take credit for everything. but I really did feel like (laughs) I've seen them recently. By the way, it was gone for 12 years and just came back last year. That's huge. Huge deal. Huge deal. I can't believe people even talking about Mueller. We just found out (laughs) cheese balls are back. (laughs) Let's go to Tony in Riverside because he is completely uh, the opposite of every other call and I want to find out what's going wrong in Tony's life. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's a good start to say what's wrong with your life. Well, (laughs) products that you miss. Tony's got one that I don't think would come to our mind ever, but what is it? So uh, when you go to the ice cream man, you would buy these little uh, styrofoam airplanes you would build, and you would throw it one time, and then it would break as soon as it hits the ground. Oh, I love those. They were, like, (laughs) self-destructive. Exactly. Yeah, it used to cost me like you know take a week for me to you know save up money to buy it, and then one throw it would break. Because <laughs> it always went good for a second, and then just nose dive. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yes. Why those were cool. Like, why did you like them? <laughs> right. Why do you want them to come back? I mean, is it like a fireworks thing where it only lasts for a second, but it's just such a thrill while it's happening? No, I want my son to experience how hard life is. Look, he needs to learn somewhere. Yeah, you're right. It's life true. is tough, and then you die. Thank you very much for the call, Tony. Let's do one more, and let's make it uh, Osbaldo in Southgate. And it does say Osbaldo, so I hope that's his name. Is that your name, Osbaldo? It's Osvaldo, actually. That's Osvaldo. Yeah, okay, all right. What's your product? You're the final call. Uh, hi. Uh, so there was this candy that I used to buy from the ice cream truck in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was called Raven's Revenge. So what it was, it was like a pixie stick on crack. Mm-hmm. And it used to come in a vial that looked like a, a tub, a, a tube where you put blood. What? Yeah. It ha- it yeah. was like in a canister like that you would get your blood put Like in. a test tube? Oh. But they were all different yeah. bright colors. Yeah, and they took it off the market because it came out on the news. It resembled the drug. It looked like an actual drug that kids were eating. Oh, I see. So okay. So you want to bring that back. Here's okay. Yes, yes. Uh, when you, whatever color you would eat, that was the color that your turd would come out. <laughs> that your poop would come out? Yeah. Green, if red. Oh, that's yeah. a miracle. Yeah. That is. I can't yeah, believe. Yeah, knows. I know. It's Baldo. <laughs> come on. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Bean. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Girl Scout cookies. Uh-huh. Somebody whose identity I tried to protect, tried to help him remain anonymous so the pressure would not continue to come at him. Uh, Allie outed earlier today as Dave, our producer of the King of Mexico. What's Hit going me. on, Dave? How's it going, guys? Listen, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. It's Girl Scout cookie season, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I really can't have any anymore because if I open one, I'll eat the whole damn box. Yeah. And by box, I mean five of them. Yeah. Like, well, they are just, delicious. Yeah. You put Thin Mints in front of me and it's it's go time. And I need a way out. But you're currently also dieting. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which well, makes that's it your even, way out. It, no, well, that doesn't stop the Girl Scouts from pushing their cookies on me. But can't oh. you just say, I love Girl Scout cookies, but I have to wait till next year because this year I need to lose some, some LBs. Yeah. I feel like at that point they tell you to freeze them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and yeah. I mean, point. listen, they're the pushiest of the pushers, man. They like, do have they, a comeback for every, every yes. defense. Yes. You know, I'll pull out, a, oh, I only have a credit card. Boom, they pull out their square. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that used to be a good excuse. Yes. Mm-hmm. We well, yeah. don't have any cash. I only have my card. But now they have that, that answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I'd be like, well, I'm on a diet. I can't eat them. Cool. You could send them to the military. And I was just like, oh, my God. Send them to the military. I just don't want to buy them because I will never stop. And I'll just buy too many. And I just can't right now. So I need help on how to say no to them. I mean, they do have a lot of things going for them because they're an organization that I, f- I think we all like and support and would like to help. Right. Yeah. They're usually cute little girls who are related to people that you have a relationship with that mm-hmm. you don't want to damage somehow by rejecting their dumb kid, right? <laughs> so, so there's that. I mean, it's stacked against you yeah. to say no. I think there's like a politics issue when it comes to somebody at work, like yes. here. So yes. you, in that case, you buy a couple boxes, you call it a day. But to the kids in front of the grocery store, that type of thing... They will have an answer for everything. You know what they don't have an answer for? And I've shared this before. It's my way of getting out of any... Is it beat it, kid? (laughs) No, very close. But it's my way of getting out of any conversation. Like, any time a conversation's going too long, you say these words, and it's over. You just go, oh, I have to poo. (laughs) They have no comeback. Because, oh my God, I'm not going to make you stand here any longer. And everyone's lived it. Amen. They know with a feeling. So you know what, Girl Scout? I got to poo. And then you move right past them. You come out. They're like, hey, did you go poo? How about cookies now? I got to poo again. I've never <laughs> beat it. I've never yeah. got a speeding ticket, but I also have always thought in the back of my mind, if I yeah. get pulled over, I'm going to tell the dude, I got to be honest with you, I have I have to get home. I'm terribly poopy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, these kids and their parents, mm-hmm. they like even if you say I got to poo, they'll wait for you outside the bathroom. And well, like, especially in a work now? situation, especially Dave, work. where they know you can go and come right back. But what about for you just giving a donation to that person? Just saying, like, listen, I don't want the cookies because I'm on a diet, but here's 10 bucks. I don't want to do that. I want to keep my money. I don't want to donate at all. Not, not because I don't like the Girl Scout cookies. I just don't want to get involved in these Girl Scouts. And by the way, I want to teach them rejection a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh I gotta, wow. I got I to I oh, wow. get them used to life. Get them prepared for, for what's going to happen. So I, 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 I just want to do it in a nice way. If it's going to save um, a relationship at work, because trust me. Uh, someone that brings in their cookie sheet for you and you don't buy them, that person thinks a little differently about yes, you. They keep track. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a slippery slope. You buy from one person, you got to buy from everybody. And at that point, you're a 
hundred dollars in. No, you, I don't want to do you that. You buy from the people that you work closely with, and then everyone else that comes on top of that, you say, "Oh my God, I just bought twenty boxes from Fred." Let's take uh, one more call, and let's make a Pico Rivera's Daniel. He's on line four. I wanted to hear from him because he is a Girl Scout dad, so oh. he's kind of in the middle of all okay. this. And, and Daniel, I imagine you have been put in the awkward position of having to sell your kids cookies, right? Uh, for sure, in the office and at uh, outside the stores. All right, and 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 what, weigh in on this conversation that we're having. What what's can the, I do? What's the polite way for Dave, for instance, to decline here at work or when he goes to the supermarket tonight? Well, be honest and say no, thank you. The girls understand that not everybody wants to buy cookies. Dave, stop being a little girl and say no, thank you, and walk away. By the way, being a little girl would be fine. They sell <laughs> yes. cookies. They're totally good people. Yeah. Know why you're trying yeah. to make that sound like a negative I, to be I, a little I girl? Say, I say no, thank you. The little girl goes okay, and then Daniel follows me around and starts hustling me and tries to push me around to make him make me buy some cookies. Do you hear that, think, Daniel? Stop, be, stop only, bothering him. Only because I'm six foot tall. Yeah, I'll follow you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Has, a, <laughs> has a baseball bat. Jesus. Uh, God, glad you called. I want to close with uh, this piece of tape. I don't know if you guys remember my favorite animated show of all time, Life and Times of Tim. Did you ever get into that, Jensen? Yes, great show. My favorite show. They actually did an episode on Girl Scout Cookies. I think this is a good way to go out. All right, douchebags. It's that time of year again. What, what time? Time to buy Girl Scout Cookies for my daughter. Girl Scouts don't usually start their sales pitch with all right douchebags. <laughs> yeah, Rarely. How many boxes do you want? Where's the Girl Scout? I don't follow you. Where's your daughter? It's 10 a.m. She's at school. So we're buying cookies from, from Stan, not from the Girl Scouts. Dude, what's your problem? Seriously. No, I just don't I just don't want to buy cookies from a middle-aged man, that's all. They're her cookies. Yeah, but she gets the money. Just buy some cookies. We all did. Everybody did. What will the girls learn if they don't do it themselves? What's your freaking problem, Tim? Do you hate Girl Scouts or something? What's up? The whole premise is you look at the, the cute little girls and they say, hey, buy the cookies. You need to see my daughter in order to spend $2 for a box <laughs> no, of cookies. No, no. I guess what I'm saying is Girl Scout <laughs> cookies are tearing this nation apart. Uh. <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show. Sounds like diarrhea to me. K-Rock. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hello. How are you? I'm well, man. Good to see you. We're always happy to have you on the show. I'm delighted to be here at <laughs> K-Rock. Let's talk about uh, your project because I watched it last night and I believe I'm going to watch it again today. Yeah, man. For real. <laughs> That's I love what I it. hear. Not lying. I mean, I couldn't have loved it more. Here's here's the question, because when Kevin really likes something, I always ask the same thing, and he immediately goes, no, yes. <laughs> Did you tear up? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, not even. oh not yes. even a, a denial. Answer. Look, yeah. I'm a freaking he's baby a, when it comes crier. to emotion, so yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. I loved it. I did too. I'm so happy to hear it, and I'm not surprised that you liked it, because my whole taste in music and culture was basically defined by the Kevin and Bean show, Aww. because I was, you know, that indo- seems like a bad choice. Indoctrinated Day yeah. after day, You're morning after morning. Kid. Yeah. Can you talk? Yeah. To, can you talk to your friend? Eight one eight. Listen, <laughs> I'm with you. Can you talk to your friend Jonah Hill? Uh, because <laughs> yeah. recently he went on uh, Charlemagne's Breakfast. Jonah Hill is that not so from now, Listen, no. he went on Charlemagne's Breakfast Club, and he said uh, the exact quote is, "I don't go on Kevin and Bean and say they're my favorite show." We were like, you don't have to pick us out by name. <laughs> and we're fine with you. Can I, can with, with I play us. it? Can I just so yeah, he yeah, hears, sure. just so he knows what he's going to say to his friend next time he sees him? I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. Like, 
harsh, right? <laughs> this is what you get, you know, when you grow up. And where did he grow he's up? He's a Crossroads kid. Yeah, so he's Crossroads. Like, yeah. Come on. Come I went on. to Van Nuys High. That's right. right. He's <laughs> a real kid. A, a real public baby. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was really excited because I am a Logic fan. I think he's so talented. And uh, I, this is a leading question, but how did you guys link up? Oh, dear yeah. Lord. Oh. We were taking bets on how long it would take you to... How did you guys become friends? It was because of my appearance on a television show that I believe you worked on. Okay. Called Drop the Mic. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone whose life was affected on this band together... Is basically all because of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an answer for you. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's um, what happened. I was on Drop the Mic. And he you're wrote a great to me, rapper. Well, Without Drop the Mic, you are a great... MC. I, I mean, uh, I wouldn't take it that far, mm -hmm. but you know, uh, thank you. Yes. He wrote to me on Twitter, uh, and I and I was like, oh wow, okay. If you're because I found out he likes my movies and stuff. He actually did a song called Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like wow. a bootleg song. You can't get it on Spotify and stuff because he samples the movie and didn't get no the proper way. clearance mm -hmm. and all that. But yeah, wow, that's crazy. So when I found that out, I I managed to like get in touch with him. He invited me over to his house, and I told him about this thing that I wanted to do. Uh, and we were, you know, stoned enough. I got him to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Hit Record before we talk about this specific project. Okay, yeah. So Hit Record is like an online community that I started many years ago with my brother. Not as a, a production company or startup or, or anything. It was just a little thing where I was putting up songs and stories and videos and stuff that I was making. And then as this community formed... We started seeing like, oh, people aren't just checking out what I'm making. People want to make things together. And we thought that that's actually really cool, a different kind of use of the Internet, because you can just watch videos on the Internet and it's not really that different from TV. Right. But if you're using the Internet to make things together with other people you wouldn't have otherwise been able to connect to, that's that's something different. Collaboration, I think. I think collaboration is what the Internet should be yeah. about. It's, I, it's using everything for good. I Absolutely. do have a clip from you from the show describing the strange turn of events and how positive it turned out to be. In the world today, there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of people competing and getting at each other's throat. I don't know why you're not rapping, but okay. <laughs> people, especially using the internet, not to like one up each other. Yes! Yes, 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 yes! But to come together for the purpose of all accomplishing something in collaboration. Makes me feel optimistic. How about that? Yeah, I love it. Guys, there's something other than trolling on the internet. <laughs> I haven't found it yet, but I'm I'm hoping for Looking that. Looking for it. Looking I mean, if it. you want to get into it, because this is something I think about a lot, and Please. it's very interesting to me. So the, I think the reason that people are so trollish on the internet, it has to do with how these big internet companies make money. Because the way they make money is through, you know, selling everybody's attention through mm -hmm. advertising. So, right. they, yeah. so they want you to get attention. They And so the best way to get attention quickly is to point your finger and get angry at someone else or make fun of someone else or insult someone else or tear someone and else down. And that just works for their business model. Yeah. yeah. And so the algorithms, I think without even the, the people working at these companies even doing it on purpose, the algorithms see like, oh, these kinds of posts get the most attention that we're then able to monetize best by selling to advertisers. 
And so those posts do better in their algorithms and get seen by more and more people. And people get rewarded. They get more likes and more views and more followers when they're angry and when they're insulting other people. Mm -hmm. And so we've all been sort of subtly trained over the years to be competitive and like and punch each other out in these popularity contests because that's how the advertising model works. That's how these companies make money. But it doesn't have to be like no. the internet doesn't have to be that way, and not, social media doesn't even have to be that way. We, we have been on the receiving end of some of that social media. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has happened. So have I. I mean, so has everybody. Everybody's experienced the kind of yeah. meanness that can happen on the internet. But we're all in kind of encouraged to do that because that's what gets the most attention most quickly. And how did you meet Logic? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, uh, it's because of this man. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. All right, we're going to talk about the special that you can see on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You can just go to the Hit Record YouTube channel. We made it for YouTube Originals. It is so fascinating mm-hmm. with logic, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in the studio with us to tell you about a very amazing project. Saw it last night, loved it, probably watch it again today. <laughs> How did you meet Logic? I forgot. Oh, right. It, it was Jensen's fault. Yeah. That's right. So talk, uh, talk about Band Together with Logic, because if I got an invite to somehow collaborate with one of my favorite artists, I would jump at that chance. How did that even come about that you're like, okay, we're going to put this all together. People from all over the world are sending in everything from their own raps to their vocals to To just like small sound. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, so that was the idea was how how can we make a music show that's less about being a contest and more Mm -hmm. about a collaboration? So at the end of the show, you don't have a winner per se, but you have a song that we all made together. Dare I say. An original song. We're the winners. <laughs> you dare. You could say that. <laughs> Can you get the boo again? Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so Logic laid down a rap. At Wait, the start. how was the pitch? Was the pitch easy for him, or was it difficult for him to get his head around? And I'm not positive I want to do it. I mean, I think the reason it made sense to him is because we've been doing it a long time. Like it wasn't a brand new mm-hmm. thing. So we've made all kinds of things. We made a whole TV show this way of short films and animations right. and stuff. And I was able to play him some of the stuff from that show. And when he saw that, I was like, I've never seen anything made like that before. And he's I so com- try this. he's so community based within his fans. Like they're diehard. He's so into his fans. Yeah. Like in the the beginning of uh, the last album he put out uh young sinatra for the whole the first track is just a bunch of his fans leaving him voicemails yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. so this is actually makes perfect sense for him he's always bringing fans up on stage and he can he has like this uncanny ability to pick someone out uh within a crowd at one of his concerts and he can tell based on like how they're singing along like oh you really know these words we will bring people up that interesting hard hard verses joseph and i were both at the troubadour show uh-huh. where he brought up a kid yeah. who looked like he was going to fail and in real life probably could put out an album himself. <laughs> he, he was doing such a fast and intricate rap I can't do it at all. It but was like, crazy. That good. was, yeah, just some kid and, yeah. and Bobby uh, Logic somehow knew like, yeah. oh, that, that guy's going to be able to do it and he did it. it so the beauty of this show is that it takes you through songwriting. Yeah, the, yeah. And I love that. I mean, I don't need an American Idol. A lot of people can sing, don't care. You start with nothing and you end up with a great song. That is amazing to me. Yeah. So, I mean, so the, it starts out with Bobby taking me into like his bus where he records on when he's on tour. And he starts with, like you say, nothing. 
he starts he he goes to his producer six and he's like I want kind of like a James Brown beat six like puts down a drum beat and Bobby just starts making a verse and this is apparently how he writes all of his songs he loops a beat in his headphones he's got his notes on his phone and he just starts saying gibberish like they're not even words but they're to the rhythm and then as he goes it's like he's playing drums with his voice and then he starts like adding words slowly but surely and they start coming together and he starts writing it down into his phone when he finds something he likes and he let us just sit there and record him and he does it quick it took him like 15 minutes or something to write a new verse this way. He got super, super angry at himself for the one line that he couldn't, <laughs> he just couldn't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, yeah, at first that wasn't in. They, did, they, they didn't put that in the first cut. I was like, oh, we have to put yeah. that part yeah, in. show there. he's human. Well, that's yeah. what the creative process is, yes. really. Yeah. Like, you, you don't find it at first, and it's frustrating. You hate yourself. And then if you keep trying, eventually you get something. And you're never quite satisfied, but you're like, okay, there it is. I, I did it. Well, like I, say, watch it. like I say, you have to watch it. It's really, really inspirational. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's really positive, and these people are so excited, and it's so good. It's called Band Together with Logic, and it's on YouTube. Go to Hit Record on YouTube yeah, on channel. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's less than an hour, by the way. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. Yeah. <laughs> and Joseph Gordon Everything and, is so mm-hmm. long. Also, yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt has been in the business his whole life, still not jaded. Doing great things for people. Oh, Agreed. thanks, man. Says a lot. That's very kind. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, watch it, watch it, watch it. I can't tell you how much. Thanks for having me on the show, you guys. You're it's always best. such a pleasure Your to be on this show. Your favorite show, Kevin and Bean. <laughs> yeah, my, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite radio show, <laughs> The Kevin and Bean Show, on the world-famous K-Rock. K-Rock It's The Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kevin has oh a my. new girlfriend. I really oh do. I'm God. thinking of moving. Kevin's in love. I think I'm, I'm th- thinking of moving to northern Wales. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for your bonus that you just <laughs> tweeted about. <gasps> All right, listen. Um... This is a, a an explanation of this woman's mansion that she bought 29 years ago and a TV show that was going to clean it in 2014. In 1986, Plasteg was empty and on the verge of collapse. For someone, for some reason, it's called Plasteg. I didn't care to find out, but that's the name of the mansion. Okay. It had been plundered and left derelict. Cornelia Bailey fell in love with the house and borrowed £70,000 to buy it. Cornelia opens the house to visitors for just three hours a week on Sunday afternoons. I don't like people very much. Self-made businesswoman Ruth Watson has turned around the fortunes of numerous country houses with her straight-talking, no-nonsense approach. Yeah, she failed miserably. That was 2014. Now we go to 2015 and another show (laughs) with another set of cleaners to try to clean this house. 
which hasn't describe the pictures. I mean, it hasn't been cleaned. It, it, it looks, looks abandoned. Uh, it does look abandoned. Very old. It's very also old. important to say that the woman looks like someone you almost hit with your car, and then she turned around and was like, "I put a spell on you," and then you lose like a hundred pounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they put these. They put this woman together with two people who are have OCD about about germs and being clean. Oh God! So they have their own show where they go clean people's houses, and it drives them nuts. They have anxiety and everything else, and they're going to try and help her. In North Wales, obsessive cleaners Dan and Haley are cleaning Cornelia's 10-bedroom mansion, Plas Teg, which has been left to gather dust for 29 years. 29 years. Wow. 29 years. This is what she said when she saw it. Oh, my goodness. It's so big. And it stinks like cow pee. That's what you want. Oh, like no. cow pee? Pa- cow poo. Oh no. Cow pen? Cow poo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she um uses a napkin to knock on the door with the door mm-hmm. knocker thing because she doesn't want to touch it. She doesn't want anybody anywhere to be near it. Yeah. And then uh, um, you know, the woman invites them in. Hello. Hello, I'm Cornelia. Welcome Hi. to Plastog. Thank you. Come in. Thank you. This is the great hall. What's that smell? Maybe the polish. I, I polish all the floors and all the furniture. What do you polish them with? Special polish that, that you have, you can't buy in the shops. What does okay. she polish with? Probably cow poo. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't buy in the shops. Oh, hmm. dear. That's a little scary. All right, so before she turns them loose, she has to give them some house rules about the, th- the things that she believes and how it should be done. I want things done how they were done in another age. Okay. You can't use any spray polishes, any, any of these modern things, on my furniture. Okay. Weird for a, a cleaning crew to, to be told that. Yeah. Right. Oh, let's go into our old-timey stash <laughs> and use that stuff. And whatever what? you do, don't clean it. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't like the modern smells, and I hate things that make rooms smell nice. I think they're ghastly. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, you probably think that as well. I would think. We like the smell of bleach. How do you do? Think you? Oh, no. oh no! Oh no! No! Oh, you mustn't put bleach on any child. Nothing. You know, a bit. I like a bit of dust anyway, so <gasps> it looks real. Just struggling to think, think what we'd actually use. Nothing. Just just water on a sponge. That's all. <laughs> just water on a sponge. Oh, Go crazy! No. Well, that'll that'll clean up a house after 30 years. So Cornelia um, goes through the, it's not a door into the kitchen, it's a uh, curtain mm-hmm. that looks like it weighed, I'd say, four pounds when it was made and now weighs 400 pounds with dirt. Oh. Oh, and gross. she, Haley, literally can't touch it. Anyway, come through to the kitchen. Come and see it. Cornelia? Yeah? Can you hold the curtain open for me, please? I'm really sorry. It's just oh. I've got um, OCD. What's that? For me, it's like germs and dirt and stuff, and it makes me really anxious and have, like, panic attacks. So she says, would you please just open the curtain so I can come into the kitchen? Oh. Listen, I'm not a guidance counselor or anything, but, like, this might be the wrong job for her. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Why <laughs> well, would no, you go into cleaning houses? Because I think that's the gimmick, is that they have OCD about cleanliness, yeah. and mm-hmm. then they go to people's houses that are... Crazy bad, and they clean them up to a level that most people would never. I don't want to go on a tangent here, but do you guys know that Mark Summers had OCD when he worked on Double Dare? Oh, that's that's tough. Yeah, anyway, slime and stuff. Similar, similar girl here. All right, so she introduces them to the kitchen, which is a disaster. And I would like you here to notice the music. 
This is the kitchen. <laughs> so when was the last time you cleaned in here? All right, let's take guesses. When was the last time she cleaned the kitchen, Allie? I'm going to say probably never. Jensen? Uh, I can't imagine 15, 20 years. Bean? I think I'm with Allie. I think never. I think she moved in. She l fell in love with the place because it was so dirty and wanted to leave it that way. It's been all the time. It's been clean this, even this morning. <laughs> oh! This morning? Didn't see that coming. The house is open to the public, so it has to be clean. <laughs> She cleaned it this morning. Huh. Is she... I don't want to be unkind here, but is there mental illness going on here? I think <laughs> some, sure. Did you just put that together, Bean? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yes. So, why is her house open to the public? It's, um, um, I don't know, like a historical monument type mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. But All only right. three hours on Sundays. That's it, because right. she doesn't like people. Sure. I and get it. Yeah. surprisingly, she's not making enough money to make ends meet. So, um, they say they're going to stay for five days. At her house, mm -hmm. so she introduces them to her bedroom. This is where you'll be sleeping, Haley. This is your room, Cornelia. When was the bed in last washed never. in here? It's never been washed. No. What about the mattress? Do you clean the mattress? No, of course not. How old is the mattress? Hundred years old. Yes. No. <gasps> of course. Don't be ridiculous. I don't clean it. Oh no. Hundred years old. Oh, I don't no. know if that's accurate. If she's just guessing, but she's been there twenty-nine years mm. and hasn't touched it. So they do, they clean it for five full days. Oh they gosh. show it to her. It's pretty nice considering what they had to do. Right. Mm -hmm. They've got candles, you know, candlelit all over the place. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. What's her reaction? What? Are, oh, we're not having these out. They look dreadful. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't want modern things like this around. So she's picking up right. candles and everything else. I don't yeah. have anything on there. That it's, it's not a cafe. Stop doing things that interfere. <laughs> she starts yelling. Oh my oh, god! Dear. And By the way, and they're like, "Peace out. We can't. We did spend five days here working on your mansion." She doesn't want modern things like candles that have been around for like right. five thousand oh, no. years. She was very, very upset. I don't about want the candles. anything. The cavemen are too modern. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want fire here. <laughs> and that's my new girlfriend, maybe wife. I'm okay. not positive. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we agree to do this? Why did we agree to do anything? I hate us. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. I hate us. I uh, missed a lot when I was out on vacation. If you missed week. the Kevin and Bean show, mm -hmm. you miss a lot. I heard that. Mm -hmm. I understand there may be a, uh, a contender for the crown of the Zero Club president. We're going to talk about that later this hour. Mm -hmm. And I understand that our Hall of Fame broadcasting career continues inexplicably. And look, 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 I've been thinking about this a lot as I'm uh, entering my final months here on the Kevin and Bean show. You say month or months? Months. Just trying to it's, figure out was, how to plan. Yeah, that was quite an announcement, if not. <laughs> Look, I've been thinking about this last week. And <laughs> got a couple hours left. <laughs> it is a goddamn miracle that anyone listens to this show. Agreed. That's the conclusion that I have come to. Agreed. Because we are not good. Exhibit A. If you'll take color 20 right now for a pair of tickets to see Trevor Noah loud and clear tour at Staples Center. That is December 6th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at AXS.com. But if you're calling 20, you'll win a pair from K-Rock right now. 1-800-520-1087. Yeah. 1087. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what happened right after that? Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Uh, just stop the song. Very rare we've um, ever. Have you done this in a while? When have you stopped a song? I don't think It's been ever, a long ever. time. Yeah. Okay. But it's always yeah. because of me. Yeah. Okay. How many years have you been working on this show? 29. Okay. 
30. 30? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a problem with numbers. Yeah. I do have a problem with numbers. So then we started the song again, and mm-hmm. I tried it again, and it worked. You nailed it. It worked the, yeah. the second time. At least yeah. the number's new. It's mm-hmm. one you've changed recently, right? Why would I say 1087 under any circumstances? No idea. No clue. So good times. Yeah. So, okay. So being that's exhibit A. Um, I It's right on brand. Sure. Uh, here's exhibit B. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, you have a new special coming out this week called Oh, Come On. I watched it last night, and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I watched it last night, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. I said that to David Cross. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone that would pick up on it immediately. It doesn't it? Why would I say I watched it, I can't wait to see it? It makes no sense. And then I think for the rest of the interview, he thought you were lying. I think he, he thought, thought I was lying that I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Every time you'd mention something from the special, so. he's think, like, "I don't know if you saw I it." I think though. he was being funny because I kept giving examples. But <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. You did counteract. Why would I say that again? I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I'd like to hear it again. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, you have a new special coming out this week called Oh, Come On. I watched it last night, and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I watched it last night, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> that was A Moment with Kevin. I assume, my man, I can't wait till people see it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To our audience sees yeah. it. I assume that's what I mean. Sure. In Kevin's defense, words are hard. True. Thank you, Bean. <laughs> and I- and I would also like to say that um, we spread it around on this program. We do, yeah. It's certainly, you know, if Kevin ha- if Kevin felt bad about that, at least he knew I'd be back soon and make him look like <laughs> Edward R. Murrow looking up kids. <laughs> because yesterday I fell into one of those uh, those brain freezes where I could not come up with a simple word. And this has happened to everybody in the world, on the radio or not. You just can't think of a word for whatever reason. But, but most, but mostly me, happens to me mostly. And so yeah. to be on the other side of it was just magical. It had and, to be fun. And the difference between people that can't come up with a word is they have kind people around them <laughs> that will help them. The oh, rule yeah. here is if somebody can't think of a word... No one help. Yeah, let, mm-hmm. let them drown. Let it roll as yeah. long as it yeah. can go. Mm-hmm. Let them, if somebody's drowning, do not throw them a rope. And no. that was and by very. The way, by the way, just let me say one thing. For Allie, that was really difficult for a long time because she felt bad. I felt awful. And, and do she you would remember? help, and we would go, stop Is it. Is it weird that I've never had a problem with <laughs> no, it? <it's> not. <laughs> but do you remember yesterday who waved everyone oh, off? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you Sorry, learned. Bean. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about, I don't know if this is on the clip, but we're talking about the return of David Letterman with his Netflix interview series. And I was trying to make a reference to a bit that he used to do on his old late night show. Let's see how that went. feel a little bit like being in that we expect one thing from Letterman. And he doesn't, yes. and he doesn't give us any of that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's more, that's a little weird. Yeah, it's conversations with people that he finds fascinating. And which he's not. Fine, which is great. But he's work just, in a little humor. He's just not getting to f- like, like little quips that you yeah. are, you're used to. But no I mean, lineup. Kevin... Kevin wanted to see Malala be thrown up against the wall, you know, with the with the what the sticky stuff. <laughs> What's that called? The <laughs> the uh, something. <laughs> you know the the stuff. <laughs> Stuff where Dave would throw himself on the wall, and then he'd be stuck up there because it was it was sticky, you know that stuff. And Malala being a Nobel Prize winning person is not who you expect 
in that situation. And then he was going to put her in a tank and ask, will she float? And then he didn't do any of that either because it's <laughs> Thank you. Nope. It's Tuesday. Sweet baby yes. Jesus. You know Ooh. what I'm saying, though? I, yeah, I actually don't. You're looking for the word Velcro. Yeah. Velcro is what yeah. it's called. Yes, yeah. Velcro yeah. wall. Yeah. He didn't do it. was nothing like that happening. Either. That was pretty <laughs> sweet. I like that. <laughs> Hall of Fame! Right? Wow. We, we still got it, we kids. We still got mm. it. That's right. It's Kevin and Bean! K.U. Rock. K.O.Q. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? Good. How are you today? You tweeted something the other day that we thought was hilarious and we thought might we might expand into a, a phone topic. Out of the blue, all these years later, you put up a tweet about what's my age again. How come? What was going on? Uh, I saw something on Twitter where somebody referenced uh, what's my age again, and they said that the lyric was, I walk alone to get the feeling right. <laughs> and I felt like... It's come up a few times since I've written the song, and people have sung it incorrectly, and so I put it out there that it's actually I wore cologne to get the feeling right. And I got such a response on that that apparently, like, Apple Music had the lyrics wrong, and it was wrong <laughs> on the lyric pages. <laughs> Does that happen a lot? Uh, it happens from time to time. It hasn't happened a whole lot, but that specific lyric seems to cause people the most trouble. And, uh, and then it was like a total Mandela effect. So many people were like, no, 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 it's always walk alone. And then I started thinking, wait, have I been singing Walk Alone, even though I recorded? Am I wrong? Even though I recorded War Cologne? Uh, but no, it's War Cologne. So War Cologne is what you're saying, not Work Alone. Work Alone to not get the feeling alone. right. Not yeah. Walk Alone. Walk alone. Right. No, but I'm saying, I just want to make sure we understand, it's it's it's... Yours, it's walk alone. Is the correct one or the wrong? No, one? no that's the wrong one. See? Okay, that's the wrong but one. no, but I'm saying there's a there's also a difference between work alone and war cologne. I just want to make sure between those three, we know which one is the right one. I, I'm confused now completely. Uh, uh, war cologne. Help. Just I, war cologne. cologne is the correct. Everybody, not everybody, a lot of people thought it was I walk alone. Okay, to get but the when you're saying right. it, I can't tell whether you're saying work alone or I'm, war I'm not cologne. Work no one at said all. work. I'm saying it's walk. 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 It's it's war cologne. <laughs> Alright, here's the clip. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. I mean you can sort of it's see. 50-50. I thought he was a little Britishy there. He's like I walk alone. See why people may have thought that was I walk alone. Is it possible that Billy Joe's I Walk Alone in Boulevard of Broken Dreams may be confusing people because they kind of know that's what he says in that song, so they think that's what you say in your song? It could be, but I want people more to sing his lyrics incorrectly and sing, uh, I wore cologne, I wore cologne. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. Mark, you're, you're a singer-songwriter and a lifelong music fan. Has it ever happened to you where you've not known the lyrics to a song and found out after the fact you've been singing it wrong? Yes. Uh, I mean, aside from Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> sure. Uh, to, uh, there's like a, there was Jimmy Eat World lyrics that I heard incorrectly and turned into Blink lyrics uh, because I thought that they sounded cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of joy of listening to music is trying to uh, understand what people are saying, and then when you think it's wrong, but uh, when you when you sing it wrong, but it means something more to you, I think that's pretty cool, actually. I'll tell you this: I have sang the wrong lyrics to a song. Uh, for decades, and I'm not changing because it just, okay, it, just now, with it? it just brings me joy. And it's ACDC, Dirty Deeds, and it's Dirty Deeds and what? Dun Dirt Dun Cheap? Dirt cheap yeah. Nope, it's yeah. Thunder Chief. 
dirty <laughs> deeds <laughs> and the good. thunder chief. As a little kid, that's what I sang, that is and I better. still do it. Right? Uh-huh. Thunder Chief. Uh, in the Jay-Z Kanye song, Edwards in Paris, uh, I, he's, Prince Williams ain't doing it right if you ask me, because if I was him, I would have married Kate and Ashley, mm-hmm. which is referencing, obviously, the Olsen twins. Right. But for about two weeks, I would rap, because uh, if I was him, I would have married Casey Anthony. Oh, <laughs> that's very much different. Darker. A completely very different. different definition. Yeah. Much but darker. I, wow. I, when I first heard it, I went, why would he say that? That seems crazy rude. Like, you know what I mean? But then I thought it was like, oh, Kate and Ashley, got it. We had uh, Gerard Way in from My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. and I brought, oh, yeah. I brought one up to him in studio. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. In your, in your song, mm-hmm. Sing, listen to this. I, yeah. I thought he said sing it to your nuts. Makes sense. And I was like, why are you singing it to your nuts? And he said, that's cute. That's not what I said. I was like, oh, okay, good. So what's the, what's the real lyric there? Sing it till your nuts. Okay, that's better. Yeah, two is a very different thing. That makes a lot of sense. That's terrible. The real lyric is awful. <laughs> so I should keep singing it my way? Yeah. Yes, sing it till you're nuts. Sing that's it. just a bad line. So sing it to your nuts. Is that's it? That's yeah, it. Sing now. it to okay. your nuts is, right. is better because at least that says something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's way more Blake anyway. <laughs> Mark, thank you for setting us straight on this. And as always, yes. we appreciate you coming on the Kevin and Bean Show. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, guys. Thank you, man. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. We'll get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Talking about misheard lyrics, which a lot of people seem to have. Yeah. Well, how can you not? I mean, so many songs, it's tough to decipher the lyrics, and you just have to guess. You just have to wing it. And part of my problem is I just sing whatever I heard, and then mm-hmm. that's stuck in my mind, and I don't ever go check. Oh, also, right. if you do it wrong in front of me, I'm not correcting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, Probably the most misheard lyric of last year, it was a big thing, was Blank Space by Taylor Swift. You know this one? She says the real lyric has got a long list of ex-lovers. They'll tell you I'm insane. But what everybody thought it was, including Taylor's mom, was got a lot of Starbucks lovers. They'll tell you I'm insane. And people were like, why is Taylor singing about Starbucks? Her mom mm-hmm. thought that? Her mo- Even her mom thought that, but millions of fans did too. So she actually had to come out and say, guys, no, it's not a Starbucks thing. This is what the real lyrics are. <sighs> Missed opportunity for money. Right? So, <laughs> she could have sold that, yep. right? What's the song you didn't know the lyrics to and then you found out later? Where do you want to go first? Elizabeth in Monrovia. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, party people. Hello. Misheard lyrics. What do you got? When I was growing up as a kid, there's this song. It's called Manic Monday. Manic and Mo- the lyric goes, it's just another Manic Monday. But I grew up thinking, it's just another man. It's Monday. And I always thought, wow, what a hoe bag. And then I just found <laughs> out recently that that wasn't the lyric. And I was like, oh. It's just another Manic Monday. That's a weird thing that you thought. <laughs> I mean, she was just getting real lucky every Monday. Just another man. It's Monday. That's what I thought. I was like, whoa, what a home bag. <laughs> Considering how bad Mondays are. I know. Kind of uplifting. <laughs> well, Thank you for the call. We appreciate that. All right. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Chris, who is calling us from Lake Forest. Good morning. 
Morning party people. Yeah, so uh, I always uh, heard the CCR song as a kid, Bad Mood Rising, as there's a bathroom on the right. <laughs> I, I just oh, thought that God. they were giving friendly directions. I, I don't know. Here's the clip. Bad mood on the right. You thought that was bathroom on the right. I mean, it's I very handy. It was bathroom on the right. yeah. I hear it. I hear it. I yeah. do too. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Chris, for the call. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Ryan, who is calling us from uh, Columbia, Tennessee. Hey, Ryan. Oh. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Thank you for streaming. We appreciate that. Yes, sir. All right, which one? Uh, Regulate by uh, Nate Dogg and Warren G. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, they, they always say, Regulators, mount up. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was Regulators, Mondo. Mondo? <laughs> I, I don't know who Mondo is or why they'd be talking to him, but... It was like a decade went by, and then one day my buddy's like, what, what are you saying? <laughs> mount up. It was a clean... Mount, mount up. It sounds like mount yeah. up, but if you heard Mondo, I guess that's what you heard, right? Right? <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> All right, thank, thank you. you for the call. Appreciate that. Uh, from the 626, uh, the lyric for Metallica, Enter Sandman, Exit Light, Enter Night. My wife insisted it was Exit Light, End Your Life. Wow. Oh, that's very dark. different. By yeah. the way, not a bad lyric. Not, no, not yeah. a bad lyric at all, but I think you ought to explore more what your wife is thinking. Yeah, her wife should be in, like, insane clown posse or something. Let's go to Andrew in uh, San Fernando. Good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? I feel like it might be worse if it's an older song and a classic. Mm-hmm. Does that make it worse? Maybe. Yeah, sorry to say, uh, growing up, always heard the song Beat It from Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Chorus line, when it says... Um, you know, showing how funky uh, and strong your fight is your fight. I always thought he said shower hot monkey. <laughs> I mean, in your defense, it's difficult for Michael Jackson. Also, in your defense, it works with bubbles. Yeah. Clearly shower hot monkey. If you don't know the lyrics and hear that one part of the song, it does actually kind of sound like it. All right. We're with you on that one. Shower <laughs> hot monkey. <laughs> I like it. Kind of good. Yeah. Gina writes in, Dear Kevin and Bean, until I was about 20, I thought Our House by Madness went Our House in the Middle of Austria, not <laughs> Our House in the Middle of Our Street. Okay. Wow. All right. I guess I can see that. Sure. Let's go to uh, Sonia in Azusa. Hi. Hi. Talking about misheard lyrics. What do you got? For about 13 years, I thought Someday, Sunday, bloody Sunday with someday, buddy, someday. <laughs> someday, buddy, someday. Like encouragement. Yeah. Or a threatening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too, buddy, a someday. Threatening. More of a threat. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Oh, Definitely. <laughs> okay. That must have been so weird for you when you found out what it was really about, an actual well, historical event. It was. It was in high school. We studied the battle of Bloody Sunday, and I mm-hmm. put two and two together. Okay. And you're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to keep that to myself. Here's the song. <laughs> someday, buddy, someday. That yeah, makes sense. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. All, right. All right. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Sonia. All right. Let's go to uh, line five. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Donna. This is Alyssa Valley's favorite call of the year already. <laughs> Hi, Donna. Hi, party people. Good morning. Hello. Back in my hot dog on a stick days. We would all be sitting there listening to the radio in the back, cleaning up, and My Angel is the Centerfold came on, and one of the girls sang it as, My Anus is the Center Hole. <laughs> I like that better. Anus is the Center Hole. My blood runs cold. Yeah, I like wow. it. I like it a lot. Angel is the Center Hole. Wow, that's different, but look, I think yours is better. 
I mean, the fact that the song was called Centerfold should have been. Uh, yeah, no, listen, sometimes you hear what you want to hear. I guess so. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Time for the Afro Line 323-520-AFRO. 24 hours a day. Any topic is fine. You leave us a message. We play them back. Hey, Kevin and Bean. My name is Christina, first time caller. I know it's been a long time, but I just wanted to say... I knew that was going to come back and haunt me. Someone did it to you at April Foolish. It was yeah. the greatest. It was beautiful. And she said, just a minute, uh-huh. took a drink, and then gargled. Yeah. So, for those of you who didn't hear the story, first 10 years I worked with Bean, one of us would start gargling, and the other one had to start the Monster Mash. It's so weird. It's ridiculous. It's so weird. Don't know how that started. And the person that was gargling would gargle until they died, unless the other person started. So finally, the other person just learned, all right, I'll just start doing it. It was a mistake to tell the masses. I'll tell you that right now. Hi, this is DJ Omar Khan. <laughs> Seriously, I can't stand Omar Khan. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. In all the Hulkamaniacs, dude, there's never been a threat as bad as Omar Khan, dude. And we need to save Kevin and Bean Show, brother. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of the impression. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you the end. <laughs> All good impressions end with you telling me who you are, yep. though. Agreed. Hey, Omar. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, listening to you talk about soups has made my hangover Saturday even worse. How could you forget about bisque? Bisque even considers a stew? Bisque soup? What about stew? These are the questions you need to be asking. These are the questions that plague our society. Uh, bisque, we brought up in passing. Yeah, we we said bisque. lobster bisque. Mm-hmm. And then stew, we left off. But I do believe it's a soup, yes. Do you? I think it's more of a hearty meal. No. But it's a soup. Soup can be a hearty meal but it as does well. Fall, it does but fall then why the... is chili not a soup? Oh, it, right? Consistency. Consistency, yeah. Well, same with stew. You've got like big old chunks of meat and potato. I think I'm with Ellie. Thank you, Kevin. I think I'm with Ellie. Sounds like someone <laughs> dated a stew. S-T-U. But meat. Uh, meat. This stew. is Hulk, by the way. This is Hulk, by the way. Hey, guys. This is Kevin of Bean. Uh, podcast listener here. I was wondering, last week on the show... I think you guys had uh, Brad Williams on. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so funny. I remember when he... Very stuck on it now. Wow, okay. it's back. Hmm. Let's stop doing that. Hey, I'm a podcast listener. Um, By the way, I doubted all, all of these phone calls usually have a twist or they're funny mm-hmm. or whatever. An actual, genuine, nice comment. Hmm. This message is more for Bob Saget. And I just wanted to say thank you for everything you've done to spread around awareness for scleroderma. I lost my father um, to that awful disease or whatever, like 11 years ago. And it sucks because like, I can't talk to anyone about it because it, it, it feels like no one knows what it's, it's about. So um, thank you for everything you've done. All right. Bye. Oh, great. I'd never heard of it before. I started going to Bob Saget's thing either. I, yeah. Scleroderma, I didn't know was a thing that existed, but he lost his family members to it as well. So he does great work on that thing. Uh, this is not a call we need. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. 
You're welcome. Oh, that's going to ruin everyone's day. All day. Mm-hmm. All day. Yeah. I'm going to have that in my head. Limp peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Good delivery. Thank you. Klein does uh, the show in the afternoons with Stryker. Never heard of him. And apparently uh, Stryker's starting, perhaps, to get on his nerves a little bit. Hey, guys, it's Klein. Help me. Stryker doesn't let me leave the studio. All this talk about ducks and crap. Giant cover. He's a sick man. A sick, sick man. Okay, gotta go here someone. Oh my god, this you is, guys. We really uncovered something, right? It got dark. <laughs> need to check in with them and see what's going oh. on for sure. Um, it's possible that I make a... A mistake occasionally. What? Yeah. Anyone else notice how Kevin keeps saying MCU universe? You know what the U of MCU stands <laughs> for, Kevin? Kevin! <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're going to say, but thank you. Uh, ATM machine. Same. Right? I don't say that. I say Doesn't help, ATM. though, because oh. that's wrong as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying thank to help. You. Well yep. said, Kevin. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Really looking forward to the Weenie Rose this year. I know sometimes you do, like, a, a secret surprise guest or a secret opening act. I'm thinking Menudo. That would be spanking. That would be spanking. <laughs> I mean, technically, that would be spanking. That would be spanking. <laughs> I would be into it. <laughs> Hey, Bean, I know you're not really good at this whole, like, people saying goodbye to you and saying nice things to you and everything. I know, I know, I know. But I think I speak for everyone when I say that. All right, before we move on, I just want to remind people, mm-hmm. Bean has a really hard time with heart attacks mm-hmm. and strokes and anything of the human condition that happens immediately. Come he on. wants to see yeah. it coming. He needs a trail of proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it freaks him out that something like that could happen when yesterday that person was perfectly fine. Yeah. I really, really hope that you die of a heart attack before you go to England. Now, hear me out, you know, because the very next day, all of us in the air can be like, well, I don't understand. I mean, like, he was doing just fine, you know, talking on the radio one day and the next day, bam, he's dead. Like, can we call Dr. Drew and ask, like, what happened or, like, you know, how we can stop this? And, oh, oh, you know what's even better? Kevin. Speaking at your funeral, can you imagine that? I have a, a long-time friend him. Oh, my God, please. Can we make this happen? Somebody get Dr. Drew on the line to see how we can make this happen. Wow. He had a he had a fantasy. He has a full fantasy, <laughs> and it's very developed. Well done. That was Hulk Hogan, by the way. 323-520-AFRO. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave us a message about anything 24 hours a day. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Flame. Yesterday, when a listener called in, her name was Betty. We were we were kind of taking calls on the topic of you were raised by a clown, mm-hmm. which and we got way more calls than we thought we would. I mean, the lines were full. Yeah, and you would think that's the craziest thing we would have done that day. Correct. Just asking people to call in and say, you know, oh, I was my dad was a clown. No, you see, Betty called in and she pitched us on her client. It was a clown Elvis impersonator, mm-hmm. a bit of a mashup, mm-hmm. one might say. That goes by the name Clownvis, which is not creative. No. It's just taking... I love it. The f- I love it because it's the least amount of work they could have put into it. But like even Clownvis, because that's half and half, but no, full name no, clown, clown, and then half Vis, mm-hmm. Clownvis. Uh, at first we laughed her off thinking this person's crazy, mm-hmm. pitching us a third street promenade street performer. <laughs> but little did we know she would be introducing us to someone now that is kind of our lord and savior. Yeah, for sure. 
he, he wears sort of a comically ridiculous pompadour, mm-hmm. very large pompadour, yeah. right? Right, and he has mutton chops, mm-hmm. and he has loud clown colored, like a large clown covered Elvis jumpsuit mm-hmm. that he's wearing. He has everything. He's he's beautiful. And you also have to understand that he wears these sort of aviator sunglasses and has full clown makeup. Sure. But like not great clown makeup. Can I also point out one of my favorite things that Betty said mm-hmm. was Oh yeah, he only does like a couple Elvis songs. Well, that, that was, was funny. That was we figured oh he takes he's, Elvis songs and turns them clown or just sings those songs. Absolutely. But no, just a couple of those. Just he, a couple. He just, he most, so he's not even a, a clown Elvis. It's technically just the outfit. Right. Yeah, that is clown. <laughs> he's, he's mostly just a clown. Uh, but to me, he's the king of clowns. Yes. Uh, he's the only entertainer to perform on both America's Got Talent and at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Wonderful. Oh, that's pretty strong. Listen, I didn't research that, but that's got to be true. <laughs> His clown antics and music parodies have taken him around the country, and it's hard to deny that he deserves it, because he does. When you listen to songs like this, this first one is called don't be a bitch, or you won't get stuff for Christmas. <laughs> Don't be a bitch, or you won't get stuff for Christmas. You better look out, you better not cry. You better watch out, I'm telling you why. Don't be a bitch, or you won't get stuff for Christmas. It's beautiful. He's making a list, checking it twice. Gonna find out who's been a bitch. Don't be a bitch, or you won't get stuff for Christmas. Excellent. <laughs> guy's a genius. Well done. Oh, how is it. it? How do we only find out about Clownvis so late in the game? I right. don't know. Very, very upset at ourselves. Though. We should have been at the small club dates. <laughs> we should have been really growing with him as a performer. We should all be wearing merch. Yeah. Because this song, another beautiful Christmas track. Does he all? Does he do all Christmas? He does a lot of Christmas. <laughs> okay, but no, these. But the the bops. Yeah, are Christmas too. Okay. okay, this one is called Jesus Christ Eating on a Chicken Wing. <laughs> Wrong wing. Here's a story about the real Christmas. Jesus Christ eating on a chicken wing. He's got. Hot sauce and ranch to dip in Baby, he's his little baby heaven Jesus Christ eating on a chicken wing It's his birthday today So let him have it his way He likes some hot, he likes some spicy I don't get a no barbecue honey sauce That ain't no way to treat him, honey, here's a boss Oh, nice. What? Why? How come a guy who's Clown Elvis decided... Clown Vest. Clown Vest. Thank you. Decide that Christmas music is his thing. Well, does anyone hire mm. a, cl- a clown at Christmas? I is mean, that a thing? That doesn't even have to be a Christmas song. It's that just could be talking anything. about Jesus' birthday. Yeah, it's Christmas, mm-hmm. but it's, it's more about mostly the about the chicken wings. All right. Yeah. That yeah. Tune, that, you're right. It's a that, crossover. That's a chicken wing tune, not a Christmas tune. <laughs> yes. uh, this third song, uh, I tried to really figure out you know, to explain it the easiest way, but I, I, I can only tell you that if, if there was a fictitious taco shop that Barack Obama opened, <laughs> this would be the jingle. <laughs> Barack's tacos, Barack's tacos, Barack's tacos taste the change. Just for you. Butter rock goes, taste the change. 
I love it. I love it so much. What a bizarre smattering of songs. Who comes I mean, up with that? I mean, you do have to buy into the concept that Barack Obama has opened a taco shop called Barack's Tacos. Why wouldn't he? Which I'm fine with. Good. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too, because it is my ringtone now. Uh, okay. This next song, I have to set it up a little. Okay. He's out on the town going out to clubs and dancing with Wolfman. The Wolfman. Like he does? Yes. And what you have to realize is that he's figured out a way to get the attention of the women in the club. Mm-hmm. Play the song. Yeah, I'm dancing with the Wolfman. Dancing with the Wolfman. Dancing with the Wolfman. Dancing with the Wolfman. In a non-gay way. Guys, clown vis. Clown vis. Clown vis. Clown vis. Clown vis. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I understand that people are not bright. Dumb. Boy, 11 years old, has surgery to remove 70 magnetic balls from his uh, stomach, I would assume. Penis. Oh, wait. no, no, <laughs> wait, no. Wait, no. wait, wait. No. Penis. And he's a boy? Yes he, yes, he is a boy. No, not a man is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, he's a boy. Yeah. He was 11. Oh, my God. Afraid to tell his parents what he was doing. But my question is... Three, four, five. Like, right. Is that not painful? And then 10 and then 20. 70. Why do you keep loading them in there? I don't know. How I've is there o- that much room? I've only gotten to 12. You have? <laughs> oh. He was taken to the children's hospital on Sunday night after he complained of pains in his belly. Oh. Odd. The x-ray showed a shadow in his bladder. They went in to do surgery. They couldn't. Because they were magnetic, they couldn't take more than one out at a time. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he put it in the... Yes. Top. Mm-hmm. And then it would go into his bladder? I'm it would not, somehow I would, migrate? I would think so, yes. 
That's what it gosh. sounded like. That's uh, 70. He's a medical miracle. Yeah. When did I, he start? Does it say? It doesn't say. I wonder if he's been doing it since he was like four or five. Like, you don't just get 70 in there when you're 10. Right? That's a challenge. Yeah. Beer mug, come on in here. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does when he grows up. Yeah. Tao said that uh, doctors at the hospital uh, encountered two or three similar cases per year, with the boys tending to be aged 10 to 15 because they're stupid. Uh, and the inserted items include electric wires, needles, mm. and in one case, an eight centimeter ear scoop. Okay. I don't even know um, what that is. I don't sure. either, but I don't like it. Don't. <laughs> Look, yeah. we've uh, long had a policy on this program. There are some parts of your body, and this is one of them, that are exit only. Okay. <laughs> exit only. Kid, learn <laughs> it, live it, love it. Student fried $58,000 worth of college computers using a USB killer device. You can buy these online. A USB uh, killer. So you just plug it into any computer that has a USB and it destroys all of the hardware. Oh, well, that seems mean. So he did this for 66 computers at the, at the school that he got his degree from. So he graduated, had a degree, and then went back two years later and did this. Wow. Makes no sense, but... Uh, he did, he was careful to document it on his iPhone. Oh, good. Okay. I'm okay. about to blow up this computer. Watch this. He puts it in. You see sparks and stuff. He's like, boom. So the police got a warrant and found his phone and saw all of that. And they were like, we oh, don't, wow. uh, we don't have a motive, but I wonder if he could not get a job and he was mad at the school. Oh, huh. interesting. Maybe. Doesn't say. Because it's weird. But I he mean, got his degree. Yeah, but, but I mean, it meant nothing. It, but it meant nothing if he yeah. couldn't work. Yeah, but I because I, originally I thought, oh, he's this is a dude trying to get out of a test or something like yeah. that, or or his grades or something. But if he'd already graduated, maybe he just had some resentment. But not a not a cool move. And to video yourself on your iPhone, right. maybe not right. the best. Don't do that. Two men in bulletproof vests arrested for shooting each other. <laughs> Let them shoot. You would think this comes from Florida, but it's two Arkansas men. Let them shoot. Have hmm. been arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault. After police say they shot each other, taking turns wearing a bulletproof vest. Isn't that, isn't that interesting that it's aggravated assault when it's voluntary? Yes. Yeah. I was very surprised by that as well. Reports that 50-year-old Charles Ferris and 36-year-old Christopher Hicks were arrested on Monday. Uh, the police said that one of them got angry because it hurt. Mm -hmm. So he, so he, maybe this is where the aggravated assault comes in. So he made the other guy put it on and just unloaded it. <laughs> this is just product <laughs> research. I don't understand. Aren't there lots of people who have done YouTube videos yeah. where they shoot or tasered or yeah, yeah I mean, tons yeah. of them. Yeah, don't do that. Are okay. you gonna arrest the people? jackass guys next? Right. Right. Like, it sounds like you don't want to live in this America. <laughs> no, no, I'm out. <laughs> this one comes from New Mexico. A man in Albuquerque, New Mexico, who got pulled over was found to have a bag containing 44 small cut diamonds hidden in his... Uh, got, gotta be anus. Anus, yeah. yes. Yeah. This yeah, time yeah. it's anus. Police nabbed 23-year-old Esuelo es Esuabio Padilla, which I'm, I'm sorry, sure missed, is right. I missed the name. Could you say it again, please? Esuabio Pasadilla. On Sunday, it was three names the first time. <laughs> no, I said it wrong the first time. Oh, okay. Do one more. Gabio <laughs> Padilla. Okay. Good, good morning to Thank our you. Latino listeners. <laughs> uh, he was riding, we got you. He was riding his motorcycle that had no license plate, so the authorities pulled him over and handcuffed him. And for some reason, he told them, "Look, I have a baggie of diamonds in my beehole." Why would you tell them? I that? don't know. Huh. Why would you? Maybe he thought they were going to frisk him and arrest him and he was going to end up in jail anyway, hmm. so they're going to do a thorough search. Or applaud him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're not going to take it from you. That's an <laughs> impressive move. 
Um, removed a uh, baggie from his butt and dropped it on the ground. Mm. 44. And it's still there, by the way. No one wants to pick it up. <laughs> you need to rush over there, pick it up. <laughs> Bring some gloves. And finally, man spikes co-workers drinks with LSD to change the negative energy. Missouri cops say. So far, I'm in. Change the negative energy. A 19-year-old man admitted to doing this. Here's the report. I can't believe it. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, I just can't understand why somebody would even think about something like that. This is what I always love is they talk to people who had nothing to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood. What do you think of that? Terrible. They should be arrested. That was the reaction from just a few people who live in Arnold, Missouri. That's near St. Louis. Police say the man told them his co-workers at Enterprise Rent-A-Car had negative energy, and he wanted them to mellow out. All right, now I have a question about mellowing out. Not LSD. Right? No. You want somebody to mellow out? You give them LSD? Give them a pot brownie. Right. So the 19-year-old put LSD in three people's water bottles and coffee cups. Sergeant Tony Dennis with the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department describes the effects of the colorless, odorless liquid. And this is why you don't put it in there to calm people down. You're going to have an increased heart rate, increased body temperature, higher blood pressure. Um, It's been described as causing the shakes or tremors. The workers who drank the LSD were okay once the effects were off. The man accused of spiking their drinks could face charges now of second-degree assault and possession of a controlled substance. So don't do that. Yeah. What about someone with high blood pressure could have really affected them? That could be attempted murder. Yeah, but they would have saw some chill-ass visuals. (laughs) True. That's true. (laughs) The Kevin Bean Show mornings on K-Rock. K-Rock. Sounds kind of boring. Bugs, I think we need a little uh, warning for this uh, next topic. It's of a sensitive nature, shall we say. Parental discretion is advised. Let me just say, if there are any children in the room with you, please ask them to leave. Because this is not a show for them. If you have little children and you allow them to listen to the following conversation, you are a bad parent. A really bad parent. You are seriously f***ed up. You with your illegitimate kids and your bad judgment and whatnot. Wow. Wow. Why they got to be illegitimate? (laughs) No, seriously. All right, one more. The following conversation may contain dialogue of a sexual nature, violence, or bestiality. It may also include content unsuitable for any human being, including talk of a dirty Sanchez, a hot Carl, a Cleveland steamer, or a donkey punch. Parental discretion is advised. (laughs) None of of those things are involved in this story, I'm very happy to say. And we do want to warn you that some of the language in this story is strong, and it may offend you, it may offend some other people. We have decided to leave it in the story for you to decide. All right, we got it, Bugs. We're yeah. fine. All right, here's the uh, here's the headline. It may also contain details of an oh, inverted right. sloppy deck chair, Whoa. couch bombing, <laughs> the chocolate pizza, the bullwinkle, the Arabian goggles. Parental discretion is advised. Okay. I'm starting to have to Google things. <laughs> no, none of those are in this story. All right, okay. let me let me get to it because we're out of time. Pure discretion advised. <laughs> okay, thank you. Got it. Now we're. I think we've made the announcement. Uh, this is not for kids. Okay, so. So do you we always play the game would you would you read this article if mm-hmm. you saw the headline all right here's the headline man 30 suffers rectal blowout Whoa. after his perverted friends put the nozzle of an industrial air compressor into his anus and inflated it 
What? The following program contains mature content. That was Viewer discretion is advised. Okay. Wait, his perverted friends? Like, he? this wasn't on him? Like, he wasn't, like, put it? Oh, no. Yes, his perverted friends put the nozzle of an industrial air compressor into his anus and inflated it. The following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer discretion advised. Also, though, a good excuse... No, my friends did it. Right, my perverted friends. Yeah. I wanted none of this. I didn't want that in my butt at all. By the way, there are uh, four reports in this article of similar things happening, and I would, I'd pay to know how many of them were self-inflicted. I really would, sure. because we've done an awful lot of topics where guys just accidentally fall onto a vacuum cleaner hose. <laughs> yeah, right. or like, whoops, there's a pool ball in my butt. <laughs> oh, no, I was just in the shower, and I fell on the shampoo bottle. <laughs> The uh, 30-year-old was uh, taken to a, hey, it could happen, Muggs, don't laugh. A 30-year-old was taken to the hospital after the horrifying prank left him needing his entire bowel removed because of a rectal blowout. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. An injury caused by air pressure rising so high inside the rectum that it exploded. No. (laughs) No. That isn't good for you. He was like a human balloon. Yes, yes, yes. And his case, although extraordinary, was was not unique. Doctors reported it in a journal alongside reports of three other men with similar injuries. Uh, One had uh, pressurized air sprayed into his backside in an alleged accident. Mm -hmm, Sure. Mm -hmm. While another suffered the agony at the hands of robbers whom he tried to stop. Now, that one seems the least likely that to me. Like the robbers were weapon. like, stop, now bend over. <laughs> right? Like they, they... I brought this air compressor for yeah. just this moment. I run with a helium tank. <laughs> Come on! I mean, what's the story with that guy? Come on, dude. Uh, let's see. Uh, the airflow uh, produced by the compressor report authors wrote are at least 100 times higher than what would be considered safe for a colonoscopy. Uh, The man whose friends had subjected him to the injury had multiple colonic perforations. Oh, I can't even read the rest of that sentence. Uh, In a separate case study, a 34-year-old man who worked at a petrol pump was taken to the hospital with similar injuries after trying to stop a burglary. Okay, here's where you guys come in to try to piece this one together. Uh, He had what the doctors called the rectal blowout, needed most of his colon removed, and a colostomy bag fitted. That's a a poor result right there. workman's comp, right? Happened at work. (laughs) Yes. There you go. Bright side alley. Uh, The report (laughs) said he suffered an alleged compressed air insult. Well, it goes beyond an air insult. It's very <laughs> By robbers while thwarting the robbery. The robbers had thrust the compressed air nozzle into his anus. Now, this is just a guy who was working the gas pump overnight and was bored, right? Yeah. There's Has no been. robbers. Yeah, there's got to be video. These guys came and asked for money, but then they didn't want the money. They just wanted to put this in my butt. <laughs> Um, (laughs) And in the third report, a 24-year-old man went to a hospital emergency department with an alleged history of accidental injury to the (laughs) anus by compressed air jet. It happened more than once with him. That's my guy. That is bad luck. The man (laughs) is unfortunate for him. The man said the air nozzle was was about 10 inches away from his backside. It was only on for a second. He had a swollen, painful torso, and the inside of his abdomen was covered with blood. Okay, oh, we don't need again. We don't wow. need all of these you know details. How, but you know how when you stub your toe once and you just keep stubbing that toe over and over again? Uh huh. Who knows, is? man? Yeah. Who knows? He did it once, and then the thing just kept moving its way closer to his butthole. 
And finally, a Japanese worker at a manufacturing plant died after his joking co-worker blasted wind from an air compressor up his bottom, it was reported. Akio Ishimura, 46, complained he was feeling unwell within minutes and was taken to the hospital where he succumbed to his uh, injuries. His 34-year-old colleague, uh, Yoshikuyo Yoshida, was arrested, telling police he didn't think he could possibly die from such an ill-fated prank. They were just clowning around, you guys, when Yoshida took the pipe of an air compressor and poked Ishimuru between the buttocks while injecting the air into his body. Boys will be boys, am I right? (laughs) Just locker room talk. That's my takeaway. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be putting things in your butt. Bitter, predictable, whining disc jockeys. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. We're going to bring you up on, Jensen, I hate to still get up on this, but we're about to bring you up on something that's so awesome, you won't believe it's real. I believe this may be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. A a company that's Swedish-based is going to replace scooters with pogo sticks in San Francisco. What did they change pogo sticks? No, no, they're the same. Same thing that you jump uh-huh. and make your way in little leaps. Yes. Okay. But San Francisco somehow is flattened out over the years. That's my question: Is have you ever been to San Francisco? Almost every street is on some kind of incline. And also, mm-hmm. there's no more safety in pogo sticks than there are in scooters. Like pogo sticks are extremely oh, dangerous. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. dangerous. And I feel like you, if you're on a pogo stick coming at me, I'm more worried about you on a pogo stick than I am on a scooter. Yeah. Well, here's the report. It almost sounds like the punchline to a joke. All right, I just want you to think about this as a punchline to a joke. Mm-hmm. hundred <laughs> pogo sticks are dropped on the streets of San Francisco. That's it. That's his. That is a good joke. I, I've yeah. heard that joke a hundred times. I still laugh myself crazy. <laughs> but it is no joking matter for a European company that thinks. Hey, can that you stop for a second? Is he at the Vatican? He's waiting for the new Pope announcement. <laughs> what, is, what is happening? Why is mass going on behind him? He's talking about freaking pogo sticks. But it is no joking matter for a European company that thinks that it could be the next hot thing after scooters and e-bikes. The company's called Kangaroo and wants to bring as many as 200 rentable pogo sticks to the streets of San Francisco. Have any of you tried a pogo stick? I have tried, yes. I sure. have. Super sure. difficult. Not Very difficult. Yes. Yeah. And really, mm-hmm. you use such a different group of muscles and stuff that you tire immediately. This is the you, worst idea ever. And you also, by the way, we are going to end up finding out this is some sort of media experiment to see how dumb journalists are. I don't doubt that. Because do. it doesn't I, seem possible. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. possible. I mean, there are so many things wrong with it, not the least of which is you can't, you have to use both hands on a pogo stick. Right? You can't even right. ca- no, you can't, can't even carry anything. No. I mean, you need a giant backpack or something, mm-hmm. but this is yeah. a terrible. Even but without what, the backpack. Pogo sticks aren't for transportation. They're for like, look, I'm on a pogo uh, stick. They, this, <laughs> this company would argue with you. Okay. Yeah. An idea that was met with curiosity and a fair share of caution and skepticism along the Embarcadero this morning. All right. So then he, you know, interviews people. That's pretty interesting. They're thinking outside the box. Everybody's doing bikes and scooters. But at the same time, you got to think about it. Who's really going to go on a pogo stick? I don't think it's going to be a good investment. I think it's just going to be a waste of their time because, honestly, I don't see people really trying it because Pogo State, you really think they're going to be hopping around all San Francisco? But few foresaw the popularity of e-scooters and bikes before they appeared virtually overnight. By the way, that's not an argument for this. (laughs) Just because people didn't see the value of scooters 
doesn't mean the pogo sticks are an answer. And just because mm-hmm. people don't believe it, then it's still going to be but, just as successful. But also, it doesn't take much to realize on a scooter, it takes no work. On a Correct. pogo stick, it takes all work. All yeah. work, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be at the meeting in about an hour. I'm pogo sticking, and it's really rough going. In cities like San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, the Swedish startup says it's looking to jumpstart its business in San Francisco because of its reputation for risk-taking and innovation. A spokesperson for the San Francisco Metropolitan Transit Agency said in a statement, we don't have any specific details about this company, but we will review any new transportation service to ensure compliance with existing laws. And then they laughed. It appears they're coming. But the question is, will anyone really jump at the chance? No! No, he didn't! I'm concerned that no one, no one has info on this company, but they're definitely coming. I would say they're not coming because nobody <laughs> has info. It's all fake news. It's all fake news. It is so fake the news. The president is, is right. Will anyone really jump at the chance? I'm going to say no. Mm-mm. I'm going to no. say it's a terrible joke, and I'm going to say maybe the whole thing's a joke. I think so. Until we leave today and we see hundreds of people pogo sticking. <laughs> I would love much, nothing more than that. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.